Welcome. This is episode 43 of uh, Murky Chronicles, and I'm your host, Zaifala the Butcher Dabashi. And I am gorgeous Kenny Roberts. What's up, brother? It's been a while. How, how's your oh, surgery? Yeah. How's, how's your shoulder? Uh, I'm recovering slowly. How you doing, brother? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. I, I just want to give a shout out to someone all the way to the Hawaiian Islands real quick. Um, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. She was a very good friend of mine in high school. Um, her name is Zelfer, and I want to give a shout out. Uh, to her and her a husband out in the islands, and uh, I just sent her some samples of my coffee, and 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 hey Zell for uh, sending love to you and your husband and the family, and please tell your mother that this camel jockey is still riding his camels and eating pineapple. So what do you think about that, Kenny? Right on no, no, my I camel, like I, right on my camel eating pineapples. That is that, a, that's a good visual, man. You know, we had a conversation. Is how people get so easily offended. And when we were growing up, you know, we used to harass each other and you know talk about our heritage. But it was all in fun, you know, and it was all about love. But nowadays, no one could joke like that no more. Yeah, those days are over, man. I mean, you really got to be careful. What you say? Very, very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing okay with your sh- shoulder? I can't even speak. Shoulder? Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. It's it's gonna take a while, probably another four or five months before nice. I can start lifting again. But uh, okay, yeah. you know, we you were up in Washington State a few days ago. It was it was uh, it was sure good to see you, you know. And and that was some awesome pizza at Rock at the Rock. At the Rock, that was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. I highly recommend it. You guys are in uh, downtown Tacoma. What's it called? The Rock. The, the Rock. Rock used to be Rock Pasta, but now it's The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, Not Dwayne Johnson. It's The Rock. Yeah. But uh, so everyone out there, you know, I, I I said this on my lyrical spit podcast. You know, a lot of stuff going on, and we haven't dropping haven't dropped anything regularly. Eventually, we'll get back regularly. So it is very important that you follow and or subscribe on all major platforms. So when you do subscribe, and we do drop a, a new episode of Murky Chronicles or Lyrical Spit, that your devices will get the notifications, and you won't miss an episode when we have one drop. Absolutely. Make sure you do that. Yeah. There's going to be more episodes to come. The, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, let's talk about oh, Halloween ends with Jamie Lee Curtis. What, what, you, what was your thoughts? I know you just got done watching the movie. I virtually just got done watching it like five minutes ago. So it's pretty fresh in my head. I didn't fall asleep. Um. I was pleasantly surprised. They did a good job. It was very good. Um, it was exciting. It wasn't super scary. It was. It was. Uh, it was very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, what would you like to talk about? I mean, you know, the you know the, the typical slasher movie. You know. Yeah, the I loser, mean, lo- the losers get picked on, and you know, 
I, you know, I guess if you haven't watched the movie yet, you know, you could fast forward because we, we don't care. We're going to give spoilers. Um, I watched it on Peacock just because I had really no one to go with. My son don't like scary movies, and I just watched it in the comfort of my own house, and it, it was okay. It was it was. It was it was kind of weird at the beginning. I was kind of hoping the 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 kid I forget his name. It's been a couple weeks since the, I, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Um, yeah. The, oh, go ahead. No, you're good, man. No. Yeah. That, so no, the kid. I don't, I don't remember his name at all. Yeah. So I thought when uh, they were in the in that underpass. Um, when the kid got bullied and they threw him over the, the, the bridge and, you know, Jason grabbed him and took him under and choked him. And it looked like, I, I thought it was going to be some supernatural uh, thing where Jason was going to go into the kid because he went on a little killing spree. So I thought that was, I thought that would oh, be man. a. You're, you're watching the wrong movie, dude. You call him Jason. Oh, my bad, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I meant a uh, good catch. Michael. Uh, Michael Myers. I'm sorry. Michael Myers, Jason, all the same thing. What the heck? Uh, we'll, we'll, I, we'll get to the, I'll get to that part a little bit later. So Michael Myers, when he grabbed him under the underpass and then he went on that little killing spree, I really thought maybe that they were going to have that kid or that, that young gentleman or teenager I thought he was going to be the new Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, I, I was fooled by that too, like a passing of the torch. Exactly. Um, but I've never seen the, uh, you know, I haven't seen a Halloween movie since the third one. So, um, you know, did they did they go in that realm where they were like, you know, I, like you said, like, I don't know uh, how you put it. Um a sequel kind of like, like paranormal, no, like paranormal or whatever, you know what I mean? Not really. Like, like ghostly, like they, you know, like he could have done that, you know, or he's always been more human like, hasn't he? Michael Myers. Yeah, he's been more human like, but they kind of went to that supernatural realm, I think, with Jason. Um, oh, okay. I, I, yeah. you know, well, they had different directors for Jason. I remember one of my favorite was a cheesy one, Jason X, when he went to outer space. Um, yeah, I still never see that. Yeah, you <laughs> got to watch about, it. We, we, we talked about that last year. I still have a watch. Yeah. Um, it was it was shocker when Jamie Lee Curtis' character killed the kid uh, in the house. Remember towards the end? He killed himself. Did he? Yeah, he put a, put a knife in his neck. No, remember no, no. Michael Myers killed him. Remember he, and at the end? Oh, at the end he uh that's where i'm confused so i can't remember he 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 stuck the knife in his neck remember when he was saying about the 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 granddaughter if, if i can't have her nobody can and then he he sticks a knife in his neck and then she pulls a knife out of his neck and and it looks oh yeah that's in. right and it looks like yeah, that she killed setup. him yeah but then yep. but then apparently he was still alive when michael myers snapped oh, his neck oh yes 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 Yep, nope, you're right. Absolutely right. That's my bad. No, no, you were right, but it, it was kind of weird. No, was he wasn't kinda... dead, though. Yeah, I forgot about that little episode there where he yeah. jumped back alive. Yep, nope, you're right. So the ending was kind of, uh, I thought, was kind of anticlimactic. 
Do you want to describe that? Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. You know, uh, I can't even remember. Shoot, too many chair shots to the head. So how how did they decap, uh, mess up Jason at the end and tied him up? I don't remember. Uh, not Jason. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Michael Meyer. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, they had kind of like a procession at the end, you know. They had him on the roof of the car. And, uh, but how did they get to that point? I forgot. Oh, she was uh, – Jamie Lee Curtis was fighting him in the kitchen. That's and, right. Um, he he came back to you know she had basically killed him but he came back to life and got a hold of her by the neck and then the granddaughter came in and did the final kill shot with what you know, I can't remember I and, oh no they cut they cut his jugular or his his wrist and his and he bled out right on the the, the uh, butcher block oh that's there. right that's it, right that's right yep. that's right like I said it was I I watched it the same. Pretty much the same second it came out on Peacock, so it was been a oh, few weeks. You. Like I said, too many no, chair don't... shots. That's why I'm eating yeah. a lot of pineapple, Zelfer. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So they did that procession on top of the car to the junkyard, and then they put him up in that grinder. I was yeah, I was kind of waiting for a Christine end to that. Remember when they put the the car in the the grinder or, or in the the crusher and then it kind of came back to life at the end you know i was waiting for yeah like a little something just to say there could possibly be one more yeah so what do you think do you think that's it it has to be it now they killed the kid off and they killed jay uh michael meyer unless yeah unless yeah go ahead What's what's your conspiracy theory there unless I, I, I'm hoping they're coming back, come back with the movie. Well, Michael Myers gone, so maybe Freddy Krueger and Michael Myer and Jason could come together. Even maybe Candyman too, and do some kind of movie. Oh, I oh mean, you think of that? You're not no more. You thinking the Halloweens are done? You think that's it? How are they going to come back with it? I guess. I mean, I, I think I think it's done. And they did it that way, so maybe a new director could come and, you know, and then if he screws it up, you know, that's on him. So I don't know. Yeah, what they could do is more of a prequel. But see, they that's what they, they dropped the ball when they killed off that kid. Right, but no, I mean, I'm talking about the original Michael Myers. They could have shown how he turned into the cycle more. Oh, oh you mean prequel. The beginning. Then they, yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. They Which, could do something like that. Yeah, but that I might be know. kind of boring. I mean, they tried that with the Munsters and the prequel, oh, and it was man. kind of boring. But I, I kind of dug it towards the end because it yeah. was more like the so, Munsters. So you're jumping to the Munsters, huh? Yeah, that that wasn't. I was man. I was comparing. I was comparing re- because of the prequel thing. Yeah, no, but you know, yeah. I mean, I thought Rob Zombie would actually make him scary. I was hoping he would go into more of a darker realm with them and, yeah. you know, not try and copy what uh, they did in the, what was that, the 60s. That that was great. I loved it. The old stuff's great. But the remake, I uh, wasn't a fan. I, I'll pass on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so well, overall, what did you, how do you compare that to the rest of the horror flicks? Man, that's like the that's the, like the first one I've watched this year, really. Um, so it's, I think it's one of the top ones in my book. Um, 
I agree. You know, besides, besides, you know, for, for new, you know, you know, there's the classics you just can't get around. Oh, I've, I've watched like the lost boys and, and Christine and, you know, I watched Cujo even this year too. That was a little slow. I remember it was a terrifying movie when I was a kid, but, uh, yeah, I mean that was good. That, uh, the, Halloween, Halloween ends is good. I recommend it. Give it a give it a look. Yeah, me too. There's a new one came out. I guess number two's in the theater. I think it has something to do with the clown. Is it called Terrifier or something like that? What's what's that? I, I, you know, I didn't do my homework, but it just came to my mind. Apparently, it's a real scary horror flick. I think number one's on Netflix, but there's one out in the theater. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think the name is uh, Terrifier. And I guess it's about a clown. I heard that's really, really oh. super scary. So maybe that's something we could oh, look okay. into. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, you know, we discussed, and I, I, I thought it'd be fun to do our 2022 uh, candy picks. And I figured, you know, we could have rules uh, we only have 30 seconds per pick, and if you don't pick your candy within 30 seconds, the other person gets to pick it for you. And I already I came up with this little, you know, this little Jeopardy theme with the splat at okay. the end. And this is what happens at the end of the 30 seconds. Gives you time, gets you a chance to think of some candies. All righty. Bump, ba-dump, bump, 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 bump. Like to splat at the end? Yeah, that's good. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, go ahead. You can go first. I, I, I'm i not a hater. So we starting with, I mean... Oh, so like the number one? Are we trying to? It pick don't the matter. Best just a draft. We'll see who's gonna have the who's gonna have the best candy bag. All right, man. Well, uh, you know what? I'm gonna start off with my 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 favorite, and it's just your genuine Hershey chocolate bar. Okay, Hershey's chocolate bar. Okay. Right, what's yours? Okay. Let me just write it down. Okay. Mine, okay, you know me, I'm kind of controversial, right? And, oh, no. And all the woke people's going to be upset, and it goes back to how we used to rank in each other and our our race and all that, and I actually did like this candy. Are you ready? Do you remember? Yeah. I, I love the red box. Cherry Chan. Don't, what is it? Cherry Chan. It's kind of Never like... Never heard of it. Remember, you remember the Lemonheads? Yep. It's kind of in the same family, but it's cherry. And they used to have this Asian guy in the box, on the box. It was a red nice. box and uh, called Cherry Chan. But apparently, uh, a lot of people recently got upset about it. And, you know, Really? Yeah. Cherry Chan candy. So that, that's, that's, okay. that, that's my, that's that's my your, first that's pick. That's your number one, huh? Yeah, just wow. because, you know, just because, you know. Okay. okay. Alrighty. All right. Do well, I need uh, do I need to do, the, do I need to do this? No, no, not really. Uh my number two is Baby Ruth. Baby oh. Ruth? 
Baby Ruth, okay. Okay, Baby Ruth. Okay, yes, that was kind of nice and uh. And it's a Goonies, Goonies yeah. catchphrase too. Yep, yep. Okay, okay, okay. Here's my second pick, and I'm doing this just because every year people make a big deal about it, and they actually don't like them. But I think they're all right. You ready? Candy yep. corn. Candy corn. <laughs> Wow. Just because they the piss worst. people off. You have the worst bag going so far. I, you know what? I don't care. I, I'll eat them. If I see a bag of candy corn there, I'll, I'll eat them. I have That'll no be shame. the last stuff that I would have ate in my bag. <laughs> well, I, you know, I hope people are getting mad. Maybe they'll ban me off Twitter. Right. But, oh, I forgot Elon Musk owns it, so I won't be mad. But go ahead. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, number number. Three, Kit Kat bar. Okay. Kit Kat. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. You want to hear my number three? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Here we go again for the same rent for the same reason because. But I actually oh like them. Circus peanuts. Okay. Did you say circus penis? Peanuts. I'm not talking said? about no John Wayne Gacy penis. Peanuts. Peanuts? Okay. Yeah. Peanuts. Peanuts. <laughs> okay, whatever. Oh, okay. oh you, you try to... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you before you get me, brother. Okay, I, you, you deserve that rim shot. Oh, man. I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it? Here you go. Nope. <laughs> you didn't hear those? Nope. Okay, wow. Well, you'll hear them when you, when you listen to the show. All right. Oh, next. Let's see. Uh, hmm. What are we on, number four? Mm-hmm. We're going to go with the uh, whatchamacallit. Ooh, Okay. Whatchamacallit, okay. My number four? Oh, no. This this should have been before my first three picks. It's a little bit of sweet and a lot crunchy, made with peanut butter and toasted coconut. The good old Chico Stick. Do you remember Chico Sticks? Yep. No comment? All right. No comment? No, oh, yeah. No, those are... Those are those weren't my favorite either. You still have the worst. Oh bag my gosh! Ever. Well, I guess okay. Oh, the eye is in the no, beauty of no the beholder. There's no chocolate at all. Okay, well then you're definitely gonna hate my next pick if you don't pick oh, it. Oh man, here we go. Oh my goodness! If I don't pick it, I'm gonna go with almond joys. Okay. It's got nuts. Mounds don't. Yep, that's why you like them, huh? Because they got nuts. These nuts. These nuts. Okay. It was tied for number five. But oh, it was. I had a backup just in case you pick these. Yeah. And this is the woke people might get mad at this. The good old candy cigarettes. When you puff on them, the powdered sugar would smoke. And the good old candy cigarettes. Oh, my 
Man, you you got the messed up. You have no you have no you have no uh creativity when it comes to candy. I'll tell you what, if I knew you were going old school with your candy bag, I could have blown you out of the water, but since uh yeah, you know, right. I'm just picking what I like I like as a um as an adult, then you know, there we go. Well, um well then I guess I'm gonna have to go if I'm gonna go old school, I'm gonna go with pop rocks. Okay. I, I'm not hating on that. Well, my number six, the good old Jolly Rancher sticks. Not the tiny little things, the actual sticks. Nice. Yep. Yeah, they, don't, they don't sell those anymore, do they? Um, You can get them online, and you'll be able to get them at Debashi Market nice. when it opens. There you go. Um, I'm going to go with another old school one, which, uh, a Tootsie Pop. Okay. You remember the little Indian with the little, the bow and arrow? And if you had that little star on it, the store, usually, you, you get a free Tootsie Pop. Is that what it was? I always carried it in my wallet. I thought it was for good luck. No, apparently I, I heard, I remember when growing up in the grocery store, we used to, you know, honor it, right? And if you've seen the Indian uh-huh. with that little star, and I guess everyone else honored it, but apparently that was just an urban legend. I, I guess someone, I, I think someone made it up, but everyone honored it, which they weren't very, you know, it didn't cost very much, you know, but, uh, right. but yeah, I remember people used to come in, oh, I got the Indian, I guess you got to say Native American or indigenous people now people might get mad but yeah the bow and arrow and the little star yeah oh cool but yeah so if you still got got them in your wallet maybe get some free tootsie pops i do have a question though what how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop (laughs) (laughs) a one a two (laughs) a three (laughs) oh yeah, great commercial. Yeah. All right, my number seven. Uh, it's my turn, right? Okay, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, I think so. My my number seven is you got to have that caramel pop, the slapstick. Ooh. Remember the slapstick? Yep. All right, my next one is Sugar Babies. Ooh. Okay, yeah, those are good. Yep. That's funny because my next one was the Sugar Daddy. Yeah. I had that written down because I love the name uh, too, the Sugar Daddy. Oh, too funny. Yep. All right. Um, next one is um, I'm going to go with a newer one, Take Five. Take Five. Okay, I'm not hating on that. Is that the one that's a little salty and sweet? Does Take Five have any pretzels in it or something like that? Yeah, it's got pretzel in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. Not bad. Okay, here's another one. It might be a little controversial, but I I like these. It's sweet and salty, fresh roasted peanuts covered in a sweet sugar, Boston baked beans. Ooh. Remember those? Ooh, yep. Those are all right. I liked them. Yep, those are those were good. Very nice. What number are we on now? 
we're on number 10. Number 10. Okay. Well, my number 10 is the Idaho Spud. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Marshmallow, to... coconut, yep. chocolate. Very good. Okay. My number 10. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was number nine, right? Yeah, number nine. Okay. You're killing me. No, I, 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 I wrote Boston Baked Beans under your end. Okay. My, okay, gotcha. My, my number 10 or number nine is... Uh, Wait a minute. I, I screwed up. What do I got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That was your number 10, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't write down take five. I didn't write down your take five. My bad. Okay. Mine, my number 10 is, do you remember the marathon bar? Yeah. Yep. So I did some research on it. They don't make anymore. It was discontinued in 1973. Uh And uh, and, uh, it was discontinued in 1973, but then Cadbury had uh, reintroduced in 1981, and they called it the Curly Whirly Bar. Is it still out now? Or was it yeah, free? yeah, it's called Curly Whirly Bar now. I don't even remember that. I've never, I've never I, the marathon over the Curly Whirly. But I don't think it's big in the states. I think you have to order. It's in UK, so oh, but I you could get it online. But yep. So the recap is, uh, you got one. Uh, Hershey chocolate bar, then Baby Ruth, three Kit Kat, four whatchamacallit, five Almond Joy, six Pop Rock, seven Tootsie Pops, eight um, Sugar Babies, nine is uh, Take Five, and ten is Idaho Spud, and then me, number one is Cherry Chan, Candy Corn, uh, circus peanuts, Chico sticks, um, um, gosh, I can't even read my freaking handwriting. Number five is uh, candy cigarettes, then Jolly Rancher sticks, seven slapsticks, eight sugar daddies, and then nine was Boston baked beans, and ten mer- uh, curly whirly bar or marathon bar. So that's our pick. So who do you think came out on top? Of course I did, but... Uh, well, I is in the beauty of the beholder. Right. So... <laughs> there was that awkward silence for a second. Well, you know, I'm happy with it, so... I was waiting for the drum roll. Oh. What drum roll for what? I have the rim shot. You said whoever had the... Best candy. Well, I didn't Wait upload that sound effects. My bad. That's okay. Well, do you want to give out your shout outs before? Real quick, at the end of the show, I did find 
a treat for everyone. It's a suspense radio. It's a drama show that ran from 1942 to 1962. And this suspense episode is titled Ghost Hunt. And the original air date was June 23, 1949. At the time, the suspense series was on CBS Thursday night, scheduled at 9 p.m. Eastern. And Paul Freeze was the other announcer. So do you have any uh, uh, shout-outs you want to give out before we end the show? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just one uh, shout-out to Micah over at Savage Reviews. Check him out on Google, uh, Google Savage Reviews. And uh, he lives here in the Boise, Idaho area. Well, he's kind of all over the country. But uh, uh, he reviews just about everything he does, where he goes out to eat or uh, any goods and services. Check him out. And that's it. What's up, Micah? What's up, Micah? Okay, I just want to give out. I know you're not in production right now because you're shoulder, but I like to say the name anyways. Sweet and low upholstery. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Pahu Rojo and Jay Linderman, Tales from the Abyss, DabashiMarket.com, LyricalSpit.com. You can get both shows on uh, all your podcast platforms. Uh, don't forget about the Debashi Gourmet Championship Coffee exclusively, exclusively on DeboshiMarket.com. Um, I think that's about it. Um, hashtag Save Our Children. Epstein didn't kill himself, and if she has an apple, she has a banana. Oh, banana! Oh, one more thing. What's Here, that? Here's something to think about. What's if, that? If you have a thumb, then you don't have a middle finger. What? Happy ending. 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 I got a happy ending today. Woo! we Zoinks! Now, Autolite and its 60,000 dealers and service stations present Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you Mr. Ralph Edwards in Ghost Hunt, a suspense play produced and directed by Anton M. Leder. Friends, replace worn-out narrow-gap spark plugs with a set of those new wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs. Your motor will idle smoother, give better performance on leaner gas mixtures, actually save gas. These winning benefits are all made possible by a newly developed Autolite 10,000-ohm resistor built right into every Autolite resistor spark plug, making practical a wider spark-gap setting. And that's what does the trick. What's more, Autolite resistor spark plugs with this exclusive Autolite resistor have greatly increased electrode life and cut down on radio and television interference. So, folks, see your Autolite dealer and have him replace old, worn-out, narrow-gap spark plugs with a set of the new Autolite resistor spark plugs. Remember, you're always right with Autolite. And also remember, the Autolite suspense show is now on television. Every Tuesday night in many parts of the country. And now... Autolite presents Ralph Edwards in a tale well calculated to keep you in 
Suspense. Didn't that leave you high, huh? Left me feeling treetop tall. That was Louis Armstrong's I Can't Give You Anything But Love. And that's all we have time for on the Hot and Mellow Hour tonight. Yes, 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 this is Smiley Smith, your favorite disc jockey. I hope, I hope, booting the Hot and Mellow Hour home for this evening. I'll be back again tomorrow night, minus the music, but with a little surprise for you. Tomorrow night, Friday night, as you know, is stunt night here at Station WXP. And have I got a stunt for you. Last week, if you remember, I planted my wire recorder in the steam room at a lady's Turkish bath and then let you listen in on the playback, remember? <laughs> well, tonight, as soon as I leave the studio, do you know where I'm going? Hmm? Your friend Smiley is going to spend the night in a haunted house on a spook hunt. You heard me, a spook hunt in a haunted house. I'm bringing my little old wire recorder along with me, and if you tune in tomorrow evening at this time, you'll learn what it's like to spend a night in a haunted house. Ain't that something? <laughs> a real haunted house. No kidding. Four people are known to have committed suicide there. So tune in tomorrow night and share a real thrill with your old pal Smiley, I must be crazy, Smith. Good night. <laughs> Here for a cigar, Mr. Thorpe? I got some cigars in the dash there. No. Well, no reason for you to carry a chip on your shoulder, Mr. Thorpe. Oh, really? Well, I don't like this fool stunt. Well, I don't see it as a fool stunt at all. I really don't. I think it's the only way you're going to unload this house. Ordinary selling methods won't work in a case like this. Now, don't forget the reputation saddling this house for suicide since 1939. You know what people call it, the death trap. Yes. A lot of nonsense. Sure, but try to convince people of that. Anyway, when this disc jockey offered me this chance to kill all the rumors about the death or about the property, I just naturally jumped and took him up at it. Especially since it don't cost a cent. You sure about that? I'm not liable for a penny. Not a cent. We're doing him a favor letting him use the place, he said. Thanked me for the chance last night when I drove him out here. So one hand washes the other, as the feller says. He got a chance to pull off a stunt, and the wire recording will prove the people the property is A number one, and we increase the chance of selling the place. Well, as long as it doesn't cost me anything. Not a thing. He's using his own recorder, and I'm paying for the rental of a couple of walkie-talkies he hooked up to it. Well, uh, what about this, uh, Reed? Does he charge anything? He comes gratis, too. Dr. Reed is, a uh, uh, whatchamacallit, a psychic investigator. Belongs to a couple of societies that do nothing but hunt ghosts. <laughs> He showed me articles he's written about it in their magazine. Uh -huh. Well, here's the house. Yeah, looks real nice in the sunshine, don't it? Yeah, man, smell that sea breeze. You don't have to sell me. Well, let them know we're here. Yeah, probably asleep up all night and everything. Why don't they come out? You think they've gone? Well, I told them last night I'd pick them up around 11. Uh, Smith! Smith! Hey, Smiley! Dr. Reed! Yeah, fast asleep, I guess. We better go in and wake him up.
course, they may have taken the bus back to town. Oh, no, no. It's a two-mile hike to the main highway. Uh, Smith! Hey, uh, Smiley. Where are you? Wake up. You don't suppose, uh, do you? Oh, no, no. Uh, Smith? Uh, Dr. Reed? What's that, that, uh, clicking noise from in there? Well, it's his wire recorder. He left it running. <laughs> These machines cost a lot of money. Doesn't he care if he uses up his batteries? Well, where is he? And where's this Reed? Maybe they're upstairs. Uh, Smith? Hey. Anybody home? They must have walked to the highway and taken the bus. Well, he wouldn't have left these machines. Well, where are they, then? Where are they? Now, now, don't get excited, Mr. Thorpe. Don't tell me not to get excited. If something's happened to them in my house, I'm liable. You try this side. I'll try that. All right. Uh, Smith. Hey, Smiley. Smith. Smith. Oh. McDonald. Come here. Uh, What? What is... Oh. No. Reed. Dr. Reed. No, no, don't touch him, Mr. Thorpe. You'll get your hands off. Look. Blood. Is he dead? I can still feel his pulse. We better get him to hospital fast. Mr. Thorpe? No, no, thanks. Well, why not try to relax? The nurse said Reed would be all right as soon as he's had a blood transfusion. You told the radio station to be sure and call us as soon as they had any word about Smith? Yes, I told him. Uh, why don't you sit down? No, I'm all at sixes and sevens. What do you suppose happened out there last night? Well, we're going to know in just a second, just as soon as I can get this, this recorder set up. You don't suppose Smith and Reed got into a fight, do you? Yeah, there. Huh? A fight? I don't know. Well, what's wrong? Won't it work? Yeah, it works. Uh, take it easy. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. There. Testing. Please. One, two, three. All set, Dr. Reed? Mr. McDonald? Hey? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is Smiley Smith speaking. Smiley Smith, the ghost hunter. I don't know whether to hope this will turn out to be a success for the sake of the program or a failure for my own sake. Anyway, all the preparations have been made now, and it's up to the spooks. I better tell you where we are. Right now, we're standing on the lawn of a house about 12 miles above Malibu Beach. The ocean is 100 feet away, straight down. The house is perched on a cliff, and there's a sheer drop of about 100 feet right into the old Pacific. Maybe you can hear the surf pounding. I'll turn up the volume. Hear it? Now, I'm going to have you meet two gentlemen who are here with me. Incidentally, we're the only people around for miles and miles. First, I'd like you to meet Dr. Clarence Reed of the British an American Psychical Research Guild. Dr. Reed is a famous investigator of uh, psychic phenomena, and I'm very honored to be associated with him on this ghost hunt. He's smiling in an embarrassed sort of way. You're much too kind, Mr. Smith. Dr. Reed has conducted experiments in this field with such great believers in spiritualism as Oliver Lodge and Arthur Conan Doyle. 
He looks a bit like Santa Claus. He's short, stocky. You don't object, do you, Dr. Reed? Hmm? <laughs> no, 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 indeed. And he has a magnificent white beard, a truly great beaver. Dr. Reed is so enthusiastic about ghost hunting that he got out of a sick bed this evening to be with us. <laughs> Excuse me. My lungs. Mm-hmm. I was uh, gassed in the First World War. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dr. Reed and I are here on the lawn looking at the house. Can't see much. It's around, oh, 11 p.m. now. Seems to be a rambling sort of house, two stories high. Since it was built, there have been four suicides here. Is that right? Uh, that's right. Now, in, into the mic, please. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Four suicides since 1939. I better tell them who you are so they won't think you're a ghost. Standing with the doc and me is a real estate agent, Mr. Charles McDonald. He handles this property, and he can tell you a lot more about it than I can. Well, the house was built by a man named Marcus, Toby Marcus, an orange grower. Built the house as a wedding present for his wife. Month after they moved in, she took her own life. On the day of her funeral, he committed suicide the same way. There have been two other cases since then, and I... Did they all uh, jump into the ocean? Yeah, yeah, all four of them, right over there. The last one was actually seen doing it about three years ago. He was seen running like all get out the edge of the cliff, and he was shouting and laughing and yelling as though there was people at his side running right along with him. You kidding? No, it's a fact. He was laughing and yelling and running, and when he got to the edge, uh, right over there, he jumped and never came above water. (laughs) As good an argument against cold baths as ever I've heard. (laughs) Uh, Since then, people just refuse to live in this house. Silly, I call it. Anyway, if you and Dr. Reed find any sign of a spook, I'll advise the owner to pull the house down and rebuild. But if you don't find anything, I'm hoping this will convince folks that here's a real buy. Yeah, okay, Mr. Smith, you and the doctor are on your own. I'll be by in the morning to pick you up around 11. Goodbye, Mr. McDonald. I hope there's something left for you to pick up in the morning. (laughs) Well, it's almost pitch black, folks, and I guess Dr. Reed and I ought to begin... I don't believe in ghosts, never have, but what I say is this. If you're dead set on looking for them, this is a dandy place to do it. So long! Mr. McDonald just checked out. And then there were two. Well, three. Hmm? Oh, my dog, yeah. Uh, folks, I have my dog, Jeff, with me. He's a wire-haired terrier, three years of age, and he can talk. Yeah, say hello, Jeff. Come on, Jeff, say hello. Come on. Well, anyway, he's a wire-haired terrier, and he's three years old. Uh, Shall we go inside now, Dr. Reed? I was about to suggest it. Now, uh, how do we hunt ghosts, Doctor? How do we do it, huh? Well, we don't really hunt them. If there should be any in the house, they will come to us. How cozy. And please, not ghosts. Do not refer to them as ghosts. We know them as apparitions. Now, remember, I've no desire to hurt their feelings. Where ghosts are concerned, I say live and let live. Well, we've opened the front door now. Maybe you heard the hinge squeak a little. Now we're standing here looking in. Can't see much. Smells sort of musty and damp. What's the matter, Jeff? What's the matter, boy? Jeff. Oh, come on now. Come on. My dog seems to object to entering this house. He has all four feet braced and he's straining against the leash. Perhaps he senses something we don't. Like apparitions, maybe? Perhaps. It's not unusual. Animals lack the veneer of sophistication we humans possess. And are more sensitive to such ammunition. Yeah, come on, Jeff. Now, stop this nonsense. He probably smells a mouse or rat or something. Come on, Jeff. We're going in whether you like it or not. There's a short entrance hall, and over there at the end of it is a flight of stairs leading to the second floor. Jeff! And uh, over here at the left is what seems to be a large reception room. We're entering this large room now. There are windows over there, French windows, and through them I can see the ocean. 
The electricity hasn't been turned on, so all I have to see by is a flashlight. Not a very powerful one at that. Dr. Reed is now adjusting his walkie-talkie. It's hooked up to my recorder so that he can cut in while he's hunting and tell us what he's found. Here's a few words from Doc before he sets forth on his investigation through the house. Ladies and gentlemen... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Mr. Smith has introduced me as a ghost hunter. He spoke, I think, in a spirit of skepticism and, and levity. I'd like to assure you all that my purposes here are serious. I have spent my entire life seeking reliable proof of the appearances of apparitions. Mm. Have you ever seen any, ever? I have seen phenomena which lead me to believe in the possibility of their existence, although I have never seen any. I account myself sensitive to the evidence of their existence. This house, for example, affects me profoundly. It doesn't seem to affect you in the same way. I'm not too happy about all this, if that's what you mean. You are not psychic and therefore not sensitive to these matters as I am. I imagine the question in the minds of those of you listening to us is, shall we find apparitions? I don't know. But I feel they are here and that they are evil. I sense danger. I shall soon know. Dr. Reed's leaving the room now to make a tour of the house. First thing I'm going to do is open the windows and let some fresh air in. It feels better already. Cooler anyway. I know that. Oh, it's a bat. A, ba a bat just flew flew into the room. I, I think it's a bat, not a bird. I didn't actually see it. Just its, its shadow as it fanned my face. There it is again. It touched me as it passed. Oh, oh, oh. Jeff, 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 come back here. Jeff, you fool dog, come back here. Dr. Reed. Dr. Reed. Dr. Reed! <laughs> Suspense. Autolite is bringing you Mr. Ralph Edwards in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Hey, hello. Hello. Snap out of it. Huh? Oh. Oh, uh, I'm reading a letter about the new Wide Gap Autolite resistor spark plug, Pat. Oh? It's from Mrs. Clark Perry right here in Hollywood. She says, our 1948 station wagon has given constant trouble. Finally, the garage man said all the difficulty was spark plugs, and he installed a set of Autolite resistor spark plugs. Now the car runs beautifully. The very first time my husband has been really pleased. Well, smart garage man. Smart people to take his advice. Hap, you know, as more and more people learn about wide gap Autolite resistor spark plugs, and how they make an engine idle smoother, give better performance on leaner gas mixtures, actually save on gas, why then more people will replace old, worn-out, narrow-gap spark plugs with sensational new wide-gap Autolite resistor spark plugs. Any more letters like that, Harlow? Plenty, Hap, plenty. Why, here's another one from New York City. Oh, uh, read it to me later, Harlow. We haven't time because here's suspense. And now... Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Ralph Edwards as Smiley Smith in Ghost Hunt, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Oh, oh, oh. Jeff, Jeff, come back here. Jeff, you fool dog, come back here. Dr. Reed. Dr. Reed. Dr. Reed. Reed speaking. What is it, Smith? Uh, Jeff has run off. My dog, he, he jumped through the window and ran off. 
Oh, so? I told you he sent something about this house, didn't I? Yeah, you want to come and see if you can determine what it was exactly? It set him off? Uh, soon. I'm making my way slowly up the stairs toward the second floor now. I'm halfway up. I'll be down with you soon. <laughs> Folks, my dog's run away. You probably heard him howling. He jumped through the window and took off. Never did anything like that before. Frightened by the bat, I guess. Personally, alone here in this big room, I can understand how he must have felt. This isn't a cheerful spot by any means. I may not be psychic, but I sure have a feeling this house doesn't want us here. Read again. <coughs> Excuse me. I have something of great interest to report. I'm now standing in an alcove on the second floor trying to recover my breath. As I reached the head of the stairs, I felt what I think is a definite psychic manifestation. I felt suddenly as though I had been punched in the solar plexus. That's the only way I can describe it. At the same time, I began to perspire. Uh, my head is still swimming slightly, uh, and I have difficulty in swallowing. My pulse rate is around 110 in a minute. The sense of evil is very strong. I feel very, uh, what shall I say, profoundly depressed. Do you want me up there? Uh, no, I prefer to remain up here alone. The presence of a disbeliever such as you might interfere with my investigation. Folks, I'd like you to get a picture of what it's like here. It's very quiet, for one thing. I've never been in such a quiet place, and it's pretty dark. No light except my flashlight. Tell you what, you go now and douse all the lights you have on. Go ahead, put out the lights, and that'll give you a clearer feeling of how it is here with me. Go ahead, put out the lights. Hey, did, did you hear that? <laughs> Real estate agent told me I'd probably hear rats and mice in the walls. Well, I can certainly hear them now. Even you can hear them, I think. It's as though... Dr. Reed speaking... I've been working my way toward the front room, the one directly above the one in which Mr. Smith is now. The vibrations have become stronger and more and more pronounced as I approach it. I think I am on the verge of an important discovery. Important discovery? Did you get that? Now I can hear Dr. Reed moving about in the room above. I don't suppose you can. Have a try anyway, huh? Hear him? I hope he finishes his investigation soon because... Quite frankly, I'd like to get out of here. I can well imagine people becoming unhinged in this place. Right now, I find myself pretty jumpy. Not being very brave, am I? It's being alone in this room down here that does it. This, this darned old house, it's, it's a very, I mean, you know, the atmosphere, it's so very... I wish only to make this hurried report before continuing with the investigation in this room. I have carefully sounded out all the parts in this room, and the emanations are most strong from what appears to be a closet before which I am now standing. As soon as I open the door to this closet, I will have, I think, a thing of great interest to communicate. I find no key to the lock, and so I will attempt to remove the hinges with my penknife, and I will tell you what I find when I open it. I'll tell you what it would cost to get me to open that door. In the basement at Fort... <laughs> There's that bat again. It seems to like me the way it keeps... Each time it passes, it touches my face or my neck with its wings. <laughs> Smelly things, bats. I don't suppose they bathe very often, if at all. I wonder how... Get away, you bat! That bat'll be the death of me. That's yeah, like a jingle, isn't it? Bat'll be the death of me, the death of me, the death of me. Bat'll be the death of me. It isn't far from London. No, that isn't the way it goes. It's uh, come down to Q um, in lilac time, in lilac time, in lilac time. Come down to Q in lilac time. It isn't far... I haven't thought of that since I was a kid in grammar school. Gee, I had a lonely childhood when you come right down to it. I mean, oh, that's my affair, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It most certainly is. 
I have succeeded in removing the hinges to the door, and I find inside it is not a closet, but much larger. It is, I think, a dressing room. I have not yet been inside, but I am about to enter. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, bats. Well, the bat flying back and forth in this room is... Did you hear that? Did, did you hear it? Dr. Reed must have knocked something over in the dressing room. A chair, a chair, yeah, a heavy chair by the sound of it. The chair or whatever it was must have fallen right right over my head. That's the way it sounded. I, I, I can see a small stain forming right on the ceiling, right right over my head. <gasps> Something ran across my foot just a rat, I think it was. I've always hated rats. Most people do, of course. That stain up there bothers me. It, it's gotten so big so soon. I think I'll take a chance and bother Reed and ask him what it is. Dr. Reed. Reed. Can you hear me? Are you all right? Hello? Well, he didn't answer. I, I, I think he's just a little bit deaf. I think so. What do you suppose he's found, huh? I'm afraid this is rather dull for you listeners. I, I'm not finding so, of course. There. I, I heard him cough. Did you hear that cough? Hope he's all right. He's, he, he got out of a sickbed to come here this evening, you know. He was gassed in the First World War, and this place is beginning to get on my nerves a wee bit. Just a teensy-weensy bit. <laughs> Reed, speaking, I... Hello? He switched off. That's the bad cough he's got. I feel so lonely. I've been alone so much in my life. Not so much now, of course, but when I was younger, I was alone so much of the time. You know, struggling to get ahead, living in a hall, bedroom, wondering where my next meal is coming from. I get the blues just remembering it. Seem sad, young people having to spend so much time alone. Sad for old people, too, of course. I'm saying of course a lot. Of course I am. Hey, that stain on the ceiling, it's grown amazingly. It, it, it's actually beginning to drip. I mean, form bubbles. They'll start dropping soon. Colored bubbles, they seem to be. Odd-shaped stain, like a, a, a body lying on its back with its arms stretched out. <laughs> it's cheerful. <laughs> oh. I'll certainly advise Mr. McDonald to have this place pulled down. I'll go upstairs in a minute or two to see how Dr. Reed's making out. You know, listeners, I, I really believe I'd go completely crazy if I had to stay here much longer. Wears you down. That's exactly what it does. It wears you down. It's so close and musty in here. I feel sort of trapped. Don't know why I said that. That's, that's what they call this place, you know, the death trap. There, what did I tell you? That stain started to drip drops. Drip drops. Drip drops. Drip drops. Drip. I'll catch the next one with my hand. Let's... <laughs> Reed! Dr. Reed! I'm, I'm going upstairs now, listeners. I'm, I'm afraid something has happened to Dr. Reed. I'm not kidding now. I mean, this is on the level. I, which room could it be now? Right? Left? No, right, right. This is it, I think. Well, <laughs> oh, evening, gentlemen. And, and madam? I'm so glad to see you. I, I, I was just aching to see somebody, anybody. I, I've been so lonely down there. Uh, what have you done with the doctor, huh? I know, I know he's been hurt. See the color of the bubble on my hand? What have you done with him? Make way, please, gentlemen, make way. Well, well this isn't the, the funniest darn thing. <laughs> this can't be Dr. Reed lying here. He didn't have a red beard. Now, don't crowd me, gentlemen. Don't don't crowd me, please. Huh? You want me to go where with you? You want me to do what? Speak up, gentlemen. To the cliffs. Down to the cliffs? You mean right now? <laughs> well, all right, if you'll come with me. I don't want to be alone anymore. You will come with me? All of you? All four of you? You too, ma'am? Oh, good. Come on, then. To the cliff. To the cliff. To the cliff. 
He jumped over the cliff, McDonald. He jumped over. Mr. McDonald, Mr. Thorpe, you may come in to see Dr. Reed now. What? Uh huh. Dr. Reed is conscious. You may see him now. Is, is he able to talk? Just for a few minutes. In here. Come in. Come in, gentlemen. How are you, Dr. Reed? We've been waiting to see you. Yes. And I must apologize, gentlemen. I had a most unfortunate accident. Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage? Yes. My lungs, you know. Now, gentlemen... Hemorrhage? Dr. Reed, what happened in that house? What happened to Smith? We've just been listening to a playback of the recordings you made out there. Smith? Well, isn't he with you? We've just heard the recording, Dr. Reed. Smith jumped over the cliff. Into the ocean. Oh, that... Poor boy. Dr. Reed, will you please tell us what happened? From what we heard on the recording, there were ghosts in that house. Ghosts? I didn't see any ghosts. But Smith, what about him? If he went over the cliff, it was fear that drove him over. Gentlemen, I didn't see any ghosts. As for that unfortunate young man, who can say now what? He saw. Oh, thought he saw. Thank you, Ralph Edwards, for displaying your versatility by appearing as guest star on Suspense. Hey, Harold, that Edwards does everything. Uh-oh, half. No, does. Don't use that word on our Autolight show. Oh, come now, Harlow. I can make you use that word, as you call it. How? <laughs> now, don't you say that Autolight resistor spark plugs make your car engine idle smoother? Yes, but... And your car gives better performance on leaner gas mixtures. Saves gas. Sure does. I mean, do. <laughs> I mean, does. <laughs> Aren't we devils? Ah, <laughs> Ralph, you tricked me. Well, anyhow... It does my heart good to tell people that Autolite resistor spark plugs are ignition engineered by Autolite, which makes more than 400 products for cars, trucks, airplanes, and boats in 28 plants from coast to coast. Autolite also makes complete electrical systems for many makes of America's finest cars. Batteries, spark plugs, generators, starting motors, spark plug wire, battery cable, coils, distributors. All ignition engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly because they're a perfect team. The lifeline of your car. So, folks, don't accept electrical parts that are supposed to be as good. Remember, you're right with Autolite. And now here again is Ralph Edwards. I want to thank Tony Leader and his great cast of actors for helping to make my appearance on Suspense a very pleasant consequence. <laughs> like all of you, I'm a great Suspense fan, and I'm looking forward to next week when radio's outstanding theater of thrills brings you Joseph Cotton in The Day I Died, another gripping study in Suspense. Tonight's suspense play was adapted for radio by Walter Newman from an original story by H.R. Wakefield with music composed by Lucian Morawieck and conducted by Lud Bluskin. 
The entire production was under the direction of Anton M. Leader. Make it a point to listen next Thursday to Suspense, radio's outstanding theater of thrills. Remember next Thursday, same time, here, Joseph Cotton in The Day I Died. You can buy Autolite resistor spark plugs, Autolite stay-full batteries, Autolite electrical parts at your neighborhood Autolite dealers. Switch to Autolite. Good night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is They Full Love, the Butcher Dobashi. Please share, follow, and or subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most of your major podcast platforms. I am also ordained, and I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your booking request to debashibookings at gmail.com. For all the links, go to lyricalspit.com. Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com.